This is a HeadGum Podcast. Thank you to Feels for sponsoring this episode of our show. Thank you, Feels. Jake, I don't know if you experience stress or anxiety or chronic pain or anything like that. I experience all those things, and I experience them acutely and a lot. Well, CBD will help, and Feels is premium CBD delivered directly to your doorstep. Okay, okay. That's that's good. I need that. Uh, they naturally help reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. They even sent us some Feels, and I gotta say, I did feel more relaxed after taking it. Oh, good for you. You place a few drops of Feels under your tongue, and you feel the difference within minutes. And if you're new to CBD, Feels offers free mm-hmm. CBD hotline help to guide your personal experience. Well, that's helpful. Yeah. That's nice. But there's nothing to be scared about. I'm a noob, and I took it, and I enjoyed it. So you can join the Feels community to get your Feels delivered directly to your door every month and save money off every order. You can pause or cancel any time. Huge. Feels has me feeling my best every day, so you can become a member today by going to feels.com slash if I were you to get 50% off your first order with free shipping. 50%? 50%? That's half off, baby. Half off. Yeah, it's at least half off. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash if I were you to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. Check it out. Thank you, feels. This all started with Demit, that smells like teen spirit, all because of BuzzFeed, Jake then found the Rhapsody. Basket case is one you got, but Green Day songs there are a lot, Brits, Eugene in Longview pulling teeth and stuck with me. Muses hysteria, and Knights of Cydonia, kids by MGMT, and Unchained Melody. Passion Fruit by Drake, welcome to the Black Parade, Lazarus by Bowie, Small Town Boy by Bronski Beats, if I were you, the podcast, they'll spend 13 minutes thinking of song lyrics, if I were you, the podcast, they've got music knowledge, some they heard in college, Russian roulette, chump suey, disciples, dirty Harry, goodnight, Sega, enter, Sandman, a pokey pro Red Bone Lithium, Fatlin Pompey Earth Song, Iris Maggie May, Reptilia by the Strokes. Rappers Delight, and the kids aren't alright. Houdini, the lazy song, What's of by Four Non Blogs, Not Now and Josie, Stockholm Syndrome, Dumb Weed, Adam Song, Wendy Clip, Dysentery Gary. If I were you, the podcast, they'll spend 13 minutes thinking of some lyrics. If I were you, the podcast, They've got music knowledge since they heard in college. Yeah. Nice. Wow. That was uh, Leonard or Luke or something. Anyway, uh, this is If I Were what You, you the advice about? show. That... We're hosting a new podcast today. Don't just today. gloss over. That guy put in so much time and effort over some. We dicked around for 30 minutes. And I said, thank you. And, like, and, it was, and it was honestly trash. It was bad. And then somebody... Luke, spent the yeah, time and the thing. effort to turn it around and make it a good thing. Make it nice. a song. Good on you. Music. Thank you. Thank you. It was a whole. And I was, no, I was saying that it was just say it's pretty good. It, explain what it was. That was really impressive. It was like uh, what was it? Like you're a, an asshole. You're being <laughs> you're being a shit man. You're being a little sh- a big shit 
Frank. All right. If you joined us late last week, Jake and I accidentally spent half of the show coming up with songs in which the title doesn't exist in the lyrics of the song. For example, Bohemian Rhapsody. That's right. Famous and song, when you say but they never we spent say half that. An hour coming up with songs, we sort of thought of two and then spent 20 minutes not being able to think of another one. Yeah, really. we were more paralyzed with the thought experiment that we had. Yeah, the guy mentioned Pompeii by Bastille in this one, and and our buddy Kyle from Bastille, in Bastille, listens to oops. the podcast, and, and I feel oops. I feel bad. Yeah, oops, definitely, definitely. Uh, oops. So Luke writes that he was inspired to write this after listening to our most recent episodes at the time of writing about the songs with titles that aren't in the song. So the, here in that song is 40 song titles that aren't in the songs crammed into one theme song. Very cool. Holy shit. Uh, he says he doesn't have anything to plug, so please just shout out my local football soccer team, Middlesbrough FC, and ask them to sign Johnny Housen to a long deal because he's essentially Middlesbrough's LeBron James right now. So if you guys who are running that football club are listening, sign him to a long-term deal, I guess. You could really tell that that dude was uh, was, was a Middlesbrough fan from the podcast, couldn't you? Or from the, yeah. from the song? Yeah, usually when British people sing, it's like I can't quite recognize their accent. But that was, he was singing in a noticeably British accent, which is hard to pull off. Mm-hmm. Which I uh, think, wait, sorry, one second. Hold on. I was going to say, he sent us a list of songs. By the way, seven of them are Blink-182, so that's kind of on you, right? Yeah, definitely. I should have known At- that Dysentery Gary, there's some other ones. There's some other. Adam's song? Yeah, that one I should have. That one I also yeah. should. I think did I mention going away to college and Untitled? Okay. Yeah, and like, didn't I say like Blink One Eighty Two? Blink One Eighty Two does that a lot, and you're like, I don't think they do it with any song. I didn't say that, did I? What's Josie? Josie's not in the song. Josie. Yeah, interesting actually, because Josie. No wait, Josie. Oh, you know what? There's this. There's the song Josie. I think. Uh, that's like, yeah, my girlfriend. And I don't yeah. think he ever says Josie. But then there's then the Blink-182 song called Online Songs, which which the first lyric is, Josie, you're my source of uh, something frustration. Interesting. So Josie yeah. exists, but as a line in a different song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very, very cool. I'm and she brings about, him Mexican food from sombreros just because. Just because. Yeah, that's uh, cool. So he, she just shows up with a fucking enchilada, even though he already had. He arrived having had, and they just like, yeah, here's a burrito bowl from Sombreros just because. And he likes that about Josie, but he never says her name in the song. Yeah. The other thing that, he, that she does is she stays up late watching Vacation while he's like around, and he goes and, and will just be at her house, and that's good. Uh, that's he knows good that too. everything's going to be fine. Yeah. Uh, just looking at where Middlesbrough FC is, yeah, um, it's definitely where you would think it was based on his accent, which was so British that you couldn't eat. Like, I feel like a London, like a Southern England accent disappears when you sing, but then uh-huh. you can be so British. You can be so from the UK. Like if you're north of York, that's yeah. going to bleed into the, that'll, that I umber, that's gonna, that'll bleed into the song. Yeah, I see he's 300 miles northeast of the entire UK. He's floating in a little island. He's from the Isle of Man. That's why he has such a strong, thick accent. 
<laughs> that's not accurate, but I love that you're I love that you're on a Google map. Uh system of a down chop suey, is that the song that goes, Wake up, grab a bada bada da da watch your bunch of up on the table? Isn't that song called Chop Suey? He mentions that in the song too. Mm, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Uh also, and this is the last time, and we really have to stop talking about this, but how did we not think of welcome to the black parade and also does that count because he, they do say black parade but not specifically welcome to the black parade right he said enjoying the black parade yeah i feel like it does it ca- i'm gonna i'm gonna say it counts because i don't want to detract at all in any way from the song which i think took a lot of which i i, I just think he did a really good job so i'm not gonna yeah. i'm not gonna uh monday morning quarterback that thing so thanks to luke pottage for those songs uh that song about 40 songs and go all right small and go you smoggies that's the middlesbrough football club's uh nickname smoggies uh, smoggies uh, the the mascot is based on air pollution in the area the la that's, smog that's what you're dealing with at, at riverside stadium mate yeah i guess they're close to a lot of like plastic manufacturing facilities and it creates a thick haze in the air oh that's a kick you smoggies I kind of like the LA smog for like a arena football team or something. That like would that. be cool. You know, there's, there's going to be some, well, first of all, the EPL came back. You saw that, right? Yeah. Without a audience. I saw their season is almost over and Liverpool is about, Liverpool is about to win it all. Is their season just straight up almost over? They're not going to yeah, like it, play extra like, games or anything? No, they play, there's 20 clubs and they play against every team twice. So there's like 38 games total. And like a bunch of teams are in like the, 33 34 games matches played and uh liverpool had basically clinched it so they had to like bring everyone back to finish the season so they could properly win the premier oh. league that's cool well i fucking love the premier league i watched uh i watched my Hotspurs play on friday it was great i missed i, w- I really miss sports i wonder if since the season is basically over if like they're playing their practice players or like they're actually still trying to win as much as possible i don't know uh, harry harry kane was playing he was oh, playing, so good yeah. on him. And no, right. no crowd, no crowd. That's cool. Was it weird? Did they pipe in noise? Um, it did. They didn't pipe in noise, but it's also like I love. I, I just love soccer because like the announcers were like just sort of complaining that it didn't seem like people's hearts were in it's like yeah this isn't a this isn't like up to snuff like they're not playing at a premier league <laughs> pace right now. Oh, it's like good. talking shit. That I feel like that would never happen in like american football or basketball or baseball like the announcers are like trying to amp you up like don't change the channel you have to keep watching there's commercials coming but with the epl they're like we don't care about commercials you're just you're watching it in america those news uh the broadcasters would get fired at halftime if they were talking so disparagingly that's right although i do hear a fair amount of complaining from Jeff Van Gundy, NBA broadcaster, about the officiating, but he sort of also gets put on blast for that. But that's neither um, here nor there. Got it. Yeah. Uh, all right. This is If I Were You, an advice podcast, recording on Monday, June 22nd, 2020. Okay. Your week was relatively uneventful. You're back home. Anything to report? Uh, you know, nothing, nothing major to report, uh, back in New York city, I guess, uh, things are opening up here, which is, which is going to be fun. I'm, I think I'm going to go and eat outside. Interesting. A little outdoor restaurant action. 
Yeah, I think I think I'm ready for that emotionally. I'm not. Uh, I'm not gonna not eat outside at my favorite restaurant. I'm gonna see what's up. So I'm gonna do yeah. that. I guess I'm gonna do that on like Friday or Saturday. They're starting to do that in LA, despite the fact that we've had uh, record numbers every single day. They're like, "Ooh, we kind of already promised we'd open restaurants, and yesterday yeah. was the worst day ever." But hopefully, people will sort of just socially distance themselves and wear a mask as much as possible. I guess that seems weird. Maybe I wouldn't do it if I live. Is it Los Angeles or is it California? Both. California is well, really high, and LA is the biggest part. So it's going up, and they're just like, "Well, we're we're going to just move forward with open." Oh, that's stupid. That's crazy. Yeah. That's At least in New York, the, like good. the cases are just consistently going down and we're like only going to open if we hit these benchmarks. And we did. Yeah. And we in California said we'll only open if we hit these benchmarks and we didn't. And then they're like, shit, we kind of promised. Ah, fuck. <laughs> All right. It's open, but just try not to do it. Oh, God. The patio is overflowing with people. Yeah. People are desperate to hang outside. I just, yeah. it doesn't seem worth it to me. Why do I want to eat a sandwich at a restaurant where a stranger is making it and giving it to me, hovering over my table, wearing a mask or not? Yeah, I think that California just never, or at least to me, it never like had that kind of like outdoor communal vibe. Like when I lived there, I, you like went to your friend's house, but you just didn't like, you didn't socialize the same way that people do in New York. So I've really missed that about New York. Right. That's part of the perks of, especially New York summertime, is just hanging out and eating outside. Yeah. So I'm I'm looking forward to that. Um, Let me know how that goes. Yeah, I'll keep you posted. Uh, I I almost well, I went at, the place that I get coffee is also a barbershop, but it, so it's been closed for a long time. Um, and today, since barbershops are allowed to open, uh, my coffee shop opened again. Whoa! So that's exciting. Yeah. There's a there was stories about a. Uh, hairdresser that didn't wear a mask that like infected 90 people and then there were stories about hairdressers that wore a mask and then the client wore a mask and they didn't infect anybody and even though they had coronavirus so hopefully people are wearing masks while they're cutting hair Uh, yeah when i i walked in today to get coffee everyone everyone's wearing a mask that's one nice thing about new york city that for some reason like mask wearing is now like um a sign of being liberal which it shouldn't be it should just be like not normal yeah um but at least everyone that lives in uh this area in brooklyn is uh even if they don't think that it's real science they don't like trump so they'll so they'll put the mask on (laughs) that's nice have you gotten a good mask i'm still in the market for like a a nice fashionable stylish comfortable mask i have i like the mask that i got from this clothing company called sanctuary do you have it on you um yeah i have it out and i mean not on me this second it's in the hallway is it like a one piece how many, what's the string situation um so it's like a football helmet with oh so thick and aluminum a cone like you know yeah. like those dog cones where you can't scratch yourself which i didn't really need but it's a so lampshade yeah so you're wearing a, a football helmet with a lampshade underneath yeah and it's so and so like um it's really, really see. dark, so you can't see out of it. But yeah. inside, it's a really, really bright light, so it burns you. So you're blinded, but you also can't see anything. By the night. Yeah. That's um, the... And that's from Sanctuary, you said? Yeah. Uh-huh. It's, no, it's a light. <laughs> it's a single... It's like... It kind of looks like those, like, surger, the surgeon's masks. You know, those, like, yeah. blue ones? So just, uh-huh. like, thin, thin rubber behind the ears, a very light um, face covering, and then there's a wire. 
That's nice. The wire for the, the nose bridge. Yeah. It's like so light that I don't know if it's that effective, but I, I, I it's, man, it's hard to breathe. It's hot. It's hot. Out, you know? <laughs> yeah. Especially it's already muggy and that's when outside of the mask, I can't imagine what's going on inside of a mask. It's going to be bad. I mean, when I was in Connecticut for two weeks, it was a, a lot easier because you just don't see people very much there's so much less people so you don't have to wear the mask but in new york you you can't like walk with your mask and then put it on if you see someone coming it's constantly you're passing by people yeah did you see the video of the guy who walked a really long time wearing a mask and we took it off he had like algae growing on his teeth and lips he almost looked like he was becoming a plant like it created like a new fungal ecosystem because it was so sweltering in there and like a bunch wow. of like new species of mosquito like flew out of his mouth because of that yeah so, like, we have to think about the problems that the masks are causing, not just preventing. Everybody's going to have yeah. swamp mouth. Swamp ass and swamp <laughs> mouth all summer? I'll wear a mask over my ass if it means I don't have swamp ass. Because I have, like, a super swampy ass as is. And then if I'm also wearing a diaper mask or some sort of, like, latex situation down there. Because you know how I'll wear, like, a, a latex diaper so it doesn't... It doesn't get my uh, underwear like super moist and damp from my swamp ass. So between the latex diaper that I'm wearing and my anal mask, it's like a whole different sh shabazz down there. And you do, you did shart, you have sh like shit on your lips. I don't know how you did that, but you like burped yeah. a little poop somehow. <laughs> yeah, so I'll burp poop as well during the mask situation, the latex imagine, thing. Can you fucking imagine burping what? poop? Just a <laughs> Like, yeah, I guess throw up is that okay. yeah comparable? So yeah, I can imagine that. It's like, all right. yeah, all right. <laughs> is it all right? You're so, pissed yeah. off or something about it? Well, one of us isn't allowed to have any good ideas, and the other one just gets to steamroll the entire. Good show. ideas. I good ideas. What's okay. your good idea to to burp poop? That's not an idea. That's a to malady. wax it's on the topic, to just chat about it. But you don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah yeah i don't want to do that i don't want to talk about this shit and i'm so, i'm even sorry for bringing up my swamp ass and my algae <laughs> yeah. tea yeah. <laughs> be like uh, you're you're disgusting me i was trying to talk about my swamp ass my swamp mouth uh all right let's try to get to a question before the break okay i mean this is getting ridiculous here's a uh here's a quickie this is from a D&D &D player. So you got a D&D &D name for us? Uh, yeah. Let's go with um, uh, Jivalin, my one of the characters I played. Jivalin. Jivalin writes, I've been playing D&D &D for two years now and started running my own game. So far, everyone is loving it, and our inexperienced players are even having fun. However, I noticed that one oh. of the guys who thinks he's a D&D &D god has been fudging his stats and rolls a little bit. His HP is way above what mathematically looks like it should be, and his character stats are all plus three at level one, which is highly unlikely, and he's deliberately leaving out some of the language on spells, e.g. concentration, components, and damage. Yeah. None of the other players have noticed this, but I'm picking up on it due to the fact that the encounters I've built have been running very seamlessly because of the player's extra damage or inability to be knocked out. The rest of the party is asking us to make the encounters harder, but based on their player level, the encounters should be knocking a few down, but they all remain fine because of this fucking player. So what do you think I should do to stop this? I don't want to punish his character in-game, but that doesn't seem 
fair, like I'm targeting him, but I think it would make him very uncomfortable if I called him out in person as well. Help. So what is he talking about? Yeah, you read that like you were making fun of the guy writing it, but I think the yeah. guy writing it is squarely in the right. This player is actually being a little bit of a dickling. <laughs> I was sort of reading it as though I was a nerdy dungeon master getting yeah. pissed at a separate yeah, you player. Were. You were, yeah. and I resent that. Because there's nothing was... nerdy about being a dungeon master. It's actually a really selfless, honorable thing to do. You have to do a lot of work, a lot of prep, and you bring joy to your friends and your family yeah. and your comrades and your compatriots. Sorry. You're being I mean, an asshole. I mean, I get, yeah, Sorry, and you could be nerdy and cry. also selfless. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh I've my never God. seen you this touched or upset. All I did was go after this D&D &D guy a little bit. By the way, nerdy isn't necessarily bad. You said he, he's not nerdy. He's actually selfless. He can be nerdy and selfless. Okay. So. Touche. Touche. <laughs> uh, um, so have you encountered a cheater amongst you? Have, have you ever wanted to be like, uh, I rolled a 18 when it was actually yeah, well, like in our group, in our group, um, I'm the cheater. I will add hundreds to my damage. I will. Huh. I can't be brought down because... You know, especially now, it was a lot, it was tougher before because, like, I was at the same table as everyone and I would roll and I would be like, oh, that's a nat 20. And someone would be like, you, like, I see that you rolled a three. Um, but now I'm rolling off screen on a Zoom call. So I'm just like, crit, crit, Another, yeah. crit. Like, Jake nice. rolled a saving throw and I'm like, oh, that's actually a 40, you know? Yeah. Like, and it's not even dice, right? You're just having like a little sound effect. So you like, you yeah, because I don't have dice, but it doesn't brain. matter because I know that I have to get a super high number. So I just have these little marbles and I just like, do you ever, yeah, I mean, here's them. It's here, I'll show you. It's like, do you hear that? Yeah. So what'd you roll there? Like, that's, yeah, what is that, a stapler? What so what I'm rolling right now is the cap to my uh, swell bottle and, and what will you my say AirPod you Air, like case. Yeah. yeah. And then, and then what do you say? What'd you get there? That's a five plus 12. Uh, yeah. That's okay. Uh, <laughs> let me add my modifier. That's five plus 22. 12. <laughs> 22. <laughs> do you always look so guilty when you do it? Cause your eyes are really like wide open and you're right, not blinking. Yeah. <laughs> you look right, like we'll a six year old who's clearly lying to someone. <laughs> yeah. That's, um, <clears throat> Oh, now you're sweating. You get, and by the way, this is just a really low stake. You're telling me that you're cheating, so there's no stakes at all. I can only imagine what it's like when you're actually cheating. <laughs> Holy shit. It's so obvious. Yeah, it's you know, it's not fun. It wouldn't be fun to cheat. I think it's... I, I don't... All right, so here's what I'm trying to say. I think that the solution here is to not, like, publicly call out your friend, like, during... Like, you don't have to outsmart him, and you don't have to confront him. But just, like, sidebar. You can sidebar with them. That's all you have to do. Yeah. You say, hey, I feel like your character is maybe a little overpowered. Can I take a look at your stat sheet? As the DM, that's your right. You're allowed to do that anytime you want. Um, okay. So maybe the, the dungeon master can start it off with a little, all right, ready to play, and uh, you don't have to cheat. It's more fun if you don't cheat. Ready? Here we go. A little pep talk like that. The other yeah. thing you could do as a DM is give some of the other characters like magic items and give them some abilities and stuff that that feel like they catch up to the cheater. And then you can uh, put in like monsters that are harder for everyone. So it's mm. not just like easy for this one guy and normal for everyone else. Yeah. Okay. All right. Sweet. 
maybe we can have Murph on and he can let us know what he does when you cheat. Like, is it like you want to keep I was just kidding. I don't really cheat. I'm like fucking really honorable. (laughs) (laughs) That's cool, man. (laughs) You're crying again. That's right. (laughs) Uh, All right, let's take a break. Answer some more questions on the other side of these advertisements. Thank you to Helix for sponsoring this episode of our show. Yes, you know I love Helix. Jake, you have a Helix mattress. I sleep on one every night. Yes, that's true. How is that for a vote of confidence slash approval? Mm-hmm. I love it. I love my Helix. So you know already that Helix Sleep has a quiz that just takes two minutes to complete and matches your body type and sleep preference to the perfect mattress for you. Yes, I took the quiz. I took it with my wife because they can they can blend the two sides of the mattress so she can have a soft and I can have a firm. Oh, very nice. Now that's the goat. I remember you guys yes. got into a huge fight while taking the test, right? It was, yeah, it was a blow up. It was a blow up fight, but we were going through other shit. <laughs> we had other shit. Helix Sleep was... It wasn't just Yeah, that. okay. It was a Awarded the number one best overall mattress uh, pick of 2019 by GQ and Wired. So it's not just us. Cool. GQ and Wired likes them too. Yeah, and I'm happy to get into the details of the fight so people can win. It doesn't matter who's who's. Yeah, right that that part okay. doesn't matter. All right, sure. You just go to Helix. Yeah, no. yeah. Just go to HelixSleep.com/slash. If I were you, you take that two minute sleep quiz. You don't necessarily have to get into a mm-hmm. fight with anybody while you're doing. Just take that two minute quiz. To, but some people, and, <laughs> some people are spoiling for a fight sometimes. Yeah. And that's part of the issue. Okay. Yeah, they'll match you with a customized mattress that'll give you the best sleep of your life. And now. Right now, they're offering our listeners $200 off all mattress orders. That's pretty good. Whoa, that's huge. To get that coupon, all you got to do is go to helixsleep.com slash if I were you. That's helix, H-E-L-I-X, sleep.com slash if I were you for up to $200 off. Damn. Thank you, Helix. Thank you to Allform for sponsoring this episode of our show. Oh, yeah, baby. Well, if you've been listening to the show, you know we love our Helix mattresses. Correct. So, in an exciting turn of events, Helix has gone beyond the bedroom and started making sofas. What? They just launched a new company called Allform, and they're starting to make premium customizable sofas and chairs shipped right to your door. Major, you park your ass on an Allform, don't you? You got one of those. Yeah, They sent me a sofa, a couch, and it was incredibly big and roomy and sturdy. It was firm but fair. It was fancy and great, and it came in boxes, and I assembled it myself in less than an hour. Good on you, brother. It was all done with fast, free shipping, and there's nobody in your house putting it together. It's just you, and it just doesn't take that much effort or time. That's good. That's good for these current days where I, I don't want strangers in my house. Exactly. And they also have a forever warranty that's literally forever. So you can find your perfect oh. sofa today at allform.com slash if I were you. Allform.com slash if I were you. Yeah. And that'll give you 20% off your couch order. Actually, off all orders. Damn. Damn. So if you're in the market for a new couch or chair and you don't want anybody in your home, uh, check them out. You can get 20% off your order by going to allform.com slash if I were you. Oh, yeah, baby. Thanks, Allform. And we are back. Jake, do you have any? Oh, so let's do it. Yeah, bro. I think we both do, don't we? What do you got? Yes. Uh, I recommend 
cordless vacuums. I recently got my first cordless vacuum and it changed my life completely. I was a corded vacuum loyalist. I thought mm. this was just the status quo, the only way to get things done. You lug it around, you plug it in, you vacuum for as much as possible, you unplug, you lug and it you to gotta, the next room. You got to recoil at the end too. You got to recoil. Oh, yeah. You got to oh, yeah. decoil, you got to recoil until my brother uh, told me about his cordless vacuum, got one, and I was like, wow, I had no idea how much easier this is. I can get under couches, under chairs. It's got the agility and portability of a broom and the suction and power of a corded vacuum. I can't believe you, it. Would you say that going cordless feels choreless? <laughs> um. <laughs> You really put me on the spot there. I guess I never thought of it that way. You don't to, have to really it think to be about like, it. It was just a, it was just like Does a it feel choreless? I, yeah, in a way, matter. in a way it does. Like, but also There's no like, reason to what like, is how would it feel like a chore and then we're suddenly talking about socioeconomically like what chores actually mean like you're you think of chores in the classic sure. way and it's doing the dishes. I th- the better response would have just been to be like Haha, yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Uh, But when you think about chores nowadays, it's uh, more so than chores. It's about cutting the cord, both with cable and with vacuums. Chores are bores. That's right. I've always said that. And now that it's cordless, I can vacuum with ease, and I find myself vacuuming more, and then it's just, it's a much more pleasant uh, experience. I've even, like, turned a few of my friends onto the cordless vacuum, uh, I was once on the other side, and I assure you, it's a worthwhile upgrade, especially if you're looking for a new vacuum. I we haven't gotten paid to promote any specific brands yet, so I don't have to like talk specifically about which one I'm using. Though I assure you, it's amazing. It's I assure you, it's a Dyson. <laughs> and if you give me eighty grand, I'll say the full name of it. But let's just say it starts with DYS. I mean, yeah, you could go on Amazon and just see what their what their best ones are. But I I've had a cordless vacuum for a while, and I also I similarly love it. Yeah, cordless vacuums. What do you got? Um, well, you know our buddy Al Jalil. Yes. Um, this is a guy that he's like just done us a lot of favors. Um, I think we met him in Brooklyn because he had offered to make a video of our show. And then like yeah. showed up early and the venue uh, wouldn't let him or something like that. And I felt bad and we hung out. Uh, he's a great guy. He like gave us a ride home after our show in DC. Yeah. Uh, just been an all around solid dude for a long time. And he hit me up and he asked if he could pay me for a 15 second spot on the show to promote something. And I said, dude, that's great. How much did you fucking charge his ass? <laughs> well, I, I charged him a lot and that's and i'm not going to tell you and i'm not going to let you promote him because i'm going to keep all the cash for me so you charged him is, and then he paid you directly you you or he's giving it to head gum and then we'll split well it i have on. to i have to upload this air check so i'll show him the ad and then he'll pay me directly but so you're he does not going to pay you because like i feel like during the ad break we do we each do an ad and then you know the money has to get split but if yeah it's a little yeah, faster and better <laughs> for me if i just go directly to the source, I do the ad, and then I don't have to give you anything. I don't think that's moral to cut me out like that. (laughs) Well, I mean, I'm not stopping you from, you can go out there and 
do ads. You can get an ad and come on. I'm fucking like, talking you, about the, vacuums and they're not paying yeah, you squat. They you're just like selling. You. Yeah. yeah, you're taking advantage of friends, fans, videographers mm-hmm. alike. So what yeah. is he looking to promote? Okay, yeah. So that's the thing. So I told him that for the right price, I'd promote his stuff for for 15 seconds. But the right okay. the price was actually free because he's been a solid dude for us for a long time. And then I asked him what he needed help with and he wrote me a little thing. You want to hear what it is? Okay. I'm Al Jaleel Williams, a 34-year-old actor, writer, director, filmmaker from Newark, New Jersey. My website is handsomedadfilms.com. That's a good website. He didn't write that. I'm just saying it. That's your uh, so here's, yeah. here's his dilemma. I have two YouTube pages and I need subscribers to change the name of one of them. The first and main page to see my films is youtube.com slash handsome dad films. Again, that's a good name. Uh-huh. The second one I made years ago, but I don't have a hundred subscribers, so I can't change the name. It's mm. youtube.com slash trubby for show. Okay. Do you understand hard why to, he needs to change that? Yeah. That's hard to pronounce. T-R-U-H, don't know how to spell it. T-R-U-H-B and then the number four show S-H-O no W. That's so that's tough. that's tough. Yeah. yeah. I want to change my name and it's going to be for vlogs, reviews and his fitness journey, things like that. Um okay, so he's trying to change the YouTube to Handsome Dad Films. Um, okay. And if you want to reach out to him, it's handsomedadfilms@gmail.com. Uh okay. That's that's all I got to say, but you need to follow his YouTube so he can change the YouTube name from Trubby for Show to Handsome Dad Films, which we all understand yeah. that he's going to need to do. So do. how many people need to follow the one that's hard to spell and pronounce? 100. That is a low bar. If yeah. 100 people follow this YouTube, that yeah. helps a young up-and-coming filmmaker from Newark, New Jersey, okay? Yeah. And Who this, has straight yeah. up given us a ride home after a show. That's the level Literally. Of good yeah. dude he is solid he, just like he's not only us he's not ride. only driven he's not only driven he's actually driven us so that's, that's correct it just shows you it shows you his drive um and i'm gonna put my money where my mouth is i'm gonna follow this youtube.com slash t-r-u-h-b number four s-h-o easy wow except not that easy and that's why it needs to be changed that's Got all it. that's my unsolicited right. advice is help me help al you're kind of making me look like an asshole, right? Because like you're helping one of our friends, and then mine's like, "Yeah, it's hard to vacuum sometimes at the court." So well, you, didn't, you, you don't know how much court. you don't know how much cash I really charged him. It's because I said that I didn't charge him anything, but then I also made a joke about how I charged him a lot. And the truth is, there's a little bit of gray area in there because I charged <laughs> I charged Al like kind of a lot of money for. So that's not a this, gray area. It's not. You said one side is nothing at all. The other char- the other side is a lot of cash. And then you said it's kind of a gray area. You charged him a lot of cash. That's not a gray I, area. That's a black area or a white area. You're firmly entrenched into one of the extremes. The worst one, by the way. Yeah. So right. So I think that like there's multiple sides to every story. Yeah. Um, you never, and the truth really usually know. lies in the middle, it's right? In the middle. But yours, do, yeah, yours is not. In the so what I did is, was I charged. Yours is exactly Al. one of the sides. A lo- yeah, a lot yeah. of money. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like saying, "Oh, this person thinks I'm 37, the other guy thinks I'm 47." The answer is usually somewhere in the middle. No, no, it's one of them is right. I'm 37. Yeah. No, I'm 40. You said that one wrong. It's 37. Mm-hmm. 30 so you didn't. You don't nod yes. Do not nod yes because you don't understand what, what I'm saying. Don't okay. nod no either because that shows like you're trying to ignore me. I, you, well, then I don't know what to do with my head at this yeah. point. <laughs> Just listen to me, okay? 
I'm crying. <laughs> You're crying now, but that's fine. That means it's starting to get processed somewhere in the deep recess of your brain. Don't take advantage Al's of it. Al's got 52 subscribers on this thing. <laughs> give me 48 fucking people that give a shit, and and we can we can help, okay? Okay. All right, I'll do my best. people. That's it. And I, right. then I get the cash that I was promised. Actually, I'm going to unsubscribe now, so we're at 51. What? We need 49. Come on, people. We can do this. Let's. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Uh, all right. Uh, this is an email from somebody who's a 23-year-old baby boy from Southern California. Okay. 23. God. This is called Michael Jordan, Mr. 23. Nice. Longtime listener, first-time question asker. I'm a 23-year-old baby boy from SoCal who's scared shitless about going outside. One of my best friends <laughs> and his girlfriend like has been... <laughs> he's been a best friend and a girlfriend has been pressuring me to drag my socially deprived husk outside into the dangers of COVID. The problem is neither of them seem the least bit concerned about the virus. They don't wear a mask and they don't go out and they go out on the daily. My best friend even went to a resort hotel in Dana Point this weekend uh, with some of his extended family and his brother who was on the trip even has cystic fibrosis, which is a chronic lung disease that puts him at a high risk in these trying times. Hmm. My question is, should I say something to my friend to make him come to his senses? I honestly just want to know why he is not taking this pandemic seriously. How should I go about addressing it with my friend? I know he has a right to do whatever he wants with his body, but as a concerned friend, I feel like I should do something. What would you say to an ignorant friend who thinks it's in he's invincible to the virus? Also, how did Amir find a mask to fit around his big chipmunk cheeks? That's a Love. good question michael jordan i guess you haven't really though because you're asking you're asking you were asking me about what kind of mask to get so i think is that yes, the problem but just that it's, no that was no it had nothing to do with the cheeks i was just asking because i like have like some flimsy dinky looking mask i want to upgrade my mask game it's not that and it, it doesn't fit around is my, it flimsy? my cheeks does, does it fit over your face yes it fits so it what yes it fits over my face with by the way several inches to spare even though my ears are a little bit further behind uh the average humans i still yeah, have a your lot mouth of mouth protrudes like you have a long those two front teeth are like you know yes i have i have big two front teeth pointy. i have a long nose and my ears are recessed but i'm not a chipmunk <laughs> and i don't need like a special mask made i would take a custom one or if there's like sizes i would choose like yeah chubbier cheeks sorry are you eating an acorn <laughs> i'm sorry we we kept having to push back this recording and now i'm all hungry for a freaking snack you're feeling peckish <laughs> yeah um yeah you can't convince your friends to give a shit about the virus for whatever reason some people just don't care mm -hmm. yeah i've noticed that too um, um hopefully the least you could do is tell them to wear a mask because it it's uh helping other people who do care whereas like where he goes he's mostly endangering himself there's part of it that endangers other people that he comes in contact with. Right. That's where it gets really selfish. You can maybe just like share stories, share articles, videos. It's There's not really much you can do, it seems, though. Yeah. Some people are just anti-science. They'll be like, that's fine. Or they'll say that's not even true. Or they'll just, you know, deny entirely and... You can't. I think that those are the people that either just like want to be outside, so they've convinced themselves that the virus is either not as deadly or the numbers are straight up fake. Right. This is what I need to believe to feel comfortable doing the stuff that I want. I guess you could 
I mean, there are there's there's things that I feel like there's stuff that people share about this that sometimes it like goes over my head or it doesn't like it doesn't grab hold of me. But then sometimes like an article is like, oh, that's interesting. I care about this. So you could just kind of strategically share things that you respond to and hope that your friend does too, because maybe you guys are like minded. Yeah. I don't know. It's so weird. Like, I don't really have a lot of friends that straight up don't believe in it, but I do see people on Twitter and like people on the news, like at Trump rallies being like, yeah, I've seen people get sick, but I just don't know the real facts. You don't really know because, you know, they're feeding us fake news. You know, people who are like led to question anything scientifically inclined or related at all. So it's not like you are going to be the one that breaks through. Yeah. I think it's just like, it's, it's kind of like anyone doing anything dangerous. Like most of the time people are safe and then you like hear about somebody that did something really stupid and you're like, oh my God. Um, so as long as they're just endangering themselves, that's, that's going to have to be okay for now. Yeah. The real problem is that like odds are they won't get sick. So like they will go to a restaurant and like, you know, nine times out of 10 be fine. And they're like, see, I told you so. But then, you know, one of those times they'll either get permanently ill or take a virus and give it to an old or immunocompromised, immunocompromised loved one and literally kill right. them. That's really and until the that happens, part. they won't fully learn their lesson. Yeah, because you're allowed to not give a shit about yourself. It's really rude to not give a shit about other people. Yeah. Try to do that. Uh, uh, all right. Last question. Uh, this one is a long one, but I'll give you the the cliff's notes version from an 18 year old yeah the eight the 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 he says so here's my ishmael so we'll call this guy ishmael uh 18 year old dating another 18 year old for six months now but uh the 18 year old girlfriend wants a instagram sugar daddy and one of them has been courting her and he says the man is 47 and uh, she says that she just wanted to get some money from this guy so that he could pay for us to rent a cottage this summer. And that obviously it meant nothing to her. But I can't lie. I find it a bit creepy that he calls her my beautiful baby doll and other names of the like. She did ask her my opinion before going through with anything. But now I'm stuck in this mental kerfuffle of Freudian perplexity. I find it creepy for sure. But also it could be a harmless way for my girl to make some guap. Do you think I should give her the A-OK so we can stroll away for to this cottage country this summer? Or should I hold my ground and stress that this guy is a creep and could be scamming her? A longtime fan from Toronto. Okay. Thank you, Ishmael. So this guess... 47-year-old in Instagram is sending his girlfriend cash to chat with him on Instagram. The I, Well, the first thing that we should cover is just that it's not up to you. That's... Um, the question of should I say it's okay or should I hold my ground you're you're entitled to have an opinion about it but this is not your call uh, yeah ultimately it's her decision to make I would share the opinion that this is creepy and bad though you know like it seems like this is just the beginning of a bad power dynamic in a relationship uh, for this old dude and yeah. your girlfriend it's definitely dangerous adjacent if it stops here entirely and he just sends her cash to dm him that's probably fine but my uh, spidey sense is tingling in that i'm closer to 47 than to 18 and i feel like this 47 year old 
uh, odds are he just won't want to DM for cash forever and then just disappear. Right. I think this is where it starts and not where it stops. This isn't like, like the guy, this guy's <laughs> end goal is not like, I'm just going to send a young woman cash for her to go on a vacation with her boyfriend. And that's good for me. That's mm-hmm. not what, that's not like the, that's not the end goal here. Not at all. No. Yeah. And so, but at the same time, like if this lady wants to do it with, uh, or DM with this guy and gr- take his money and spend it on you, you can't stop her from doing that either. <laughs> I guess yeah, you definitely can't stop her. But so I guess well, the you could you say that say you don't want the money the to be spent. I think that like the thing that you can you have control over is saying like I don't want to go to a cottage paid for through this creepy guy. Like if if your girlfriend wants to spend like get money to spend it on you and you say that you don't want that money spent on you and she could do whatever she wants with the money you know, then then the cash from the dude becomes a little less fun unless yeah. she just wants to buy herself stuff. Right. Yeah. I guess be honest with her. Let her know that it makes you uncomfortable and maybe it'll make her uncomfortable uh, or at the very least steer her to a place where she's like, yeah, maybe this is a little creepy way to make cash. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Stay safe. Good luck. Uh, we'd love a follow-up, Pop. Uh, all right. This, uh, if you have your own questions or theme songs, the email address for all of that is show at gmail.com. For more of me and Jake being silly, you can listen to the HeadGum podcast that we're on almost every week. That's, That's a, correct. A, a podcast that Jeffrey James has been hosting, and it's been very fun to record those. And then we're also still making videos every week on our Patreon, patreon.com slash J-A. Ja. Thanks to you guys for listening, and thanks to uh, everybody for writing in. And, oh, this closing theme song, I was going to totally forget, is another parody. Um, A Green Day about, oh, another song with a title that doesn't appear in the lyrics. Uh, It's called uh, Brain Stew. I'm having trouble trying to sleep. Did it, did it, did it. Oh, yeah. I love that one. That's a good one. Um, and he says, shout out to Brother Sister Co. for helping his baby-faced diva become a hard one of himself. So I guess he's been using the beard oil. Damn, you love to see it. Good work, man. Cheers and go dogs. Hell yeah, go dogs. Uh, thanks to Paul for writing that. And thanks to you guys for listening. Go smoggies. Go doggies. And we'll be back next week. Later. Bye. to think So I'll turn on this podcast show Ask for advice I'll roll the dice See what these two boy boy Jews know On if I were you show That was a HeadGum Podcast. 
Hey, I'm Finn Wolfhart. And I'm Billy Brick, and welcome to Lackluster Video. Lackluster Video is a film podcast hosted by us. Two friends, writing partners, and idiots who love movies. Each week we're going to be watching and talking about a movie together or with a special guest. We're watching movies from every genre. From micro-budget Japanese zombie movies. To Aaron Sorkin's award winners. To Adam Sandler's least critically acclaimed works. And that's not all. We'll also be talking about movies that don't exist based on randomly generated suggestions. For example, if I gave Finn a sci-fi movie called... 2038 Rapture, starring Demi Lovato and Sean Combs, he would say it's... Demi Lovato has to use her booming voice to save the world, as Sean Combs plays his producer. Uh, they, and they, they have to do this in order to beat... beat it. Beat, beat the aliens. It's not my best, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> it, that's the game. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot of fun. So, to become a member of Lackluster Video... All you have to do is subscribe.